Fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again. Talking everything Buffalo Bills. Here we are sitting at 3-1 and one following Sunday's impressive victory over the Baltimore Ravens at 23-20. I say impressive because I think for, for all of us, right, you look at this game going against Lamar Jackson on the road. Might not have been pretty, but you come out of Baltimore in some unfavorable conditions related to the weather get down in a big hole early on, and to see the Bills battle back, obviously a great thing to see. Obviously for you too, you guys know that Breaking Buffalo Rumblings is brought to you by our friends at homage.com, the softest Buffalo Bills tees in the game. Right now I'm sporting my NFL Jam shirt with Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. That has become my uh, my go-to as of late. And We've got information on how you can get your own in the show notes and in the article as well. Now, when we talk about this game, there's a few things I want to touch base on. You know, each week it seems like, you know, what are a few reasons to to have me feeling optimistic about the team? Of course, it's easier to do after a win than it is after a loss. So a few things I want to touch base with you guys on this week. First, Jordan Poyer. You know, a lot of love for him on social media, well-deserved following Sunday's victory. I think you see the difference, right, from one week to the next when you talk about that secondary with Jordan Poyer in place versus when he was not there against the Miami Dolphins and just how important he is into the team. There's been so much conversation around his contract, uh, his contract coming up at the end of this season. The Bills doing some things to get him some more money for this year, which sounded like was appreciated. But what is going to happen as it relates to a contract extension? Well, if there had been any doubt if the Bills needed Jordan Poyer back on this squad, I think he certainly showed that on Sunday. Two great interceptions, right? One off a tip pass just to have that awareness. Almost an over-the-shoulder grab. And and I think you guys already know that Poyer was a... uh, also a highly regarded and recruited baseball player back in the day, showing that type of awareness, almost a, a Willie Mays look to it, if I'm not dating myself too much here. And then, of course, the one to, to end what was that threat for the Ravens to score late in the fourth quarter, getting the ball back to Buffalo in a tie game so they could march down and kick that game-winning field goal. I don't know what type of money Poyer is looking for. We've talked about it before. I'm, I'm almost just sick of talking about his contract or hearing about it. But when you see the performance that he put on the field on Sunday, there has been no slide in performance. He is still an all-pro type performer and continues to be that leader for the Buffalo Bills. When you look at the defensive side of the ball, at least in the secondary, Micah Hyde out for the year. Still no Tredavious White. Jordan Poyer is that guy for the Bills' defense. And, uh, man, just deserves all the kudos. You, you hope that the, the two sides can, can figure out the contract at some point. But this, is, this should be less about the contract right now and more just the appreciation of what he brings to the field and how well he played on Sunday. 
Another guy I want to highlight, and again, I, I talk about him, I feel like, almost every week. And if you guys haven't figured out, I'm a huge fan of Gregory Rousseau, what he's bringing to the team. Tied for fourth in the league with four sacks on the season. Picked up a half sack on Sunday, and he's just active. He is active, and he was active on the play, the fourth and goal that we just talked about where Poyer got the interception. His contained rush against Lamar Jackson, Shaq Lawson as well, made that play happen, right? It kept Lamar from getting comfortable. He's backpedaling 15 yards, throwing off his back foot. That happens because of Gregory Rousseau being lined up on that left side of the line and just doing his job and doing his job well. So there's so many things what we'll look at and talk about sacks and where he ranks in the league and tackles for loss. You know, that that play there, getting that pressure on Jackson, and again, not going for the big splash play, keeping those big-ass arms up in the air and doing what he can. Um, I'm a huge fan of Gregory Rousseau. And we can talk about Von Miller and the big contract that he signed and the impact that, that he's forcing, right, with – with defenses having to pay attention to him, and he picked up another sack on Sunday too. But man, if Gregory Rousseau can have this type of consistency, right, to be that guy that's going to get you 12, 13, 14, 15 sacks on the season, what a great hit it would be for the Buffalo Bills. I love Gregory Rousseau as a player. I cannot say it enough, uh, and hopefully I get to talk about him each and every week because if I do, that means he's doing some great things out there on the field. Speaking of great things on Sunday, Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds. Man, these two guys were active on the field. And I mean active, making plays left and right, the two of them. It's almost in the same way that we had talked about Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer in the past. I find myself now talking about Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds. Those two just go together, the improved defensive line in front of them, definitely having a help. And I like to see that. But these guys just continuing to make plays each and every week. You know, you you look at things and you just say, like, man, they are finishing tackles. You know, and Lamar Jackson is that quarterback. And I've talked about this before. Those of you that have stuck with me for a while know Jackson was someone I thought maybe the Bills, not maybe, I wanted the Bills to draft when they had those two first-round picks at 21 and 22 before they made the move up to get Josh Allen. He is a playmaker. and He is scary with his feet. He can make plays happen, which we saw on Sunday. And, I mean, just two guys is a key to that victory. They do so much out on that field. They do so much. And you think about just the ability, you know, two catches for 15 yards for Mark Andrews. On Sunday, And Teron Johnson deserves credit for so much of that. But when you have two other linebackers in the middle of the field, I, I know I'm gushing right now and I'm just heaping praise. But when you look to this game, those two guys were so good and they continue to be so good. Tremaine Edmonds is in that contract situation too. Uh, I know there's some fans, he can be a little bit of a hot topic. For me, that's someone I hope remains in Buffalo for a long time. Last guy I want to highlight, and I talked about him earlier uh, leading into the season, is wide receiver Khalil Shakir. A big first down catch in Sunday's game, two receptions for 23 yards. 
Jamison Crowder, I'm guessing, is going to be out for the season. Got to see what's up with Isaiah McKenzie um, as it relates to his concussion. Gabe Davis playing hurt. Khalil Shakir is going to have an opportunity. And he stepped up when needed on Sunday, which was great to see. Fifth round draft pick. He's probably going to end up being the punt returner as well with Crowder out, unless there's something different that I see. Not just Crowder outright, even Micah Hyde, who used to be just that calming force back there. So for Khalil Shakir, it was good to see him step up a bit on Sunday and a big opportunity in front of the young fellow. I'm curious to see how he is going to look against the Pittsburgh Steelers, how much time he's going to get. If McKenzie ends up missing the game, he is going to be your starting slot wide receiver. And that'll certainly be interesting. What will take place, you know, is a a, a spot that that is a, a safety blanket in many ways for quarterback Josh Allen. And I know you guys are probably saying, like, you haven't even talked about Josh Allen yet. I could talk about Josh Allen every week. When you've got that quarterback, you've got that guy who makes plays. It wasn't pretty on Sunday, but he made the plays that were needed to get the win. And that's a pretty fantastic thing when you know (laughs) number 17 is on your team. And uh, it feels pretty good seeing him making those plays out there. So, all right, I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, time for paying homage segment of the show. I got one for you. You know the show is brought to you by our friends at homage.com. I'll be right back after this break. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome back. Breaking Buffalo Rumblings, Anthony Marino here with you. Time for our paying homage segment of the week, brought to you by our friends at homage.com. You know, plenty of guys that we talked about before the break that could have been a fit for this segment. But this week, it goes out to Tyler Bass, the kicker for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, The rainy conditions, the wind, less than ideal. Two for two on extra points, three for three on field goals. Most importantly, that 21-yard field goal to seal the victory for the Bills on Sunday. You know, you think about across the NFL, there's been plenty of woes with kickers um, across the league so far that we've seen early on in the season. And for the Bills to have that guy that can certainly deliver in the clutch, in a pinch, I know you can say, well, listen, it was only a 21-yarder, whatever. The rain, the wind, the conditions, the pressure, you name it all, right? It is it is easy to see where, you know, kickers are becoming more and more valued across the NFL. And Tyler Bass is that guy for the Buffalo Bills. Here he is in year three. I mean, heck, we talk about a lot of contract extensions, what the Bills are going to need to do in the future. Add Tyler Bass to that list. He is certainly going to be a guy that they will look to lock up after his uh, rookie contract comes to fruition. Here he is in year three, right? So soon enough, the the Tyler Bass contract watch. I'm going to add that to the list when you talk about guys like Jordan Poyer and Tremaine Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Gabe Davis. Let's keep Tyler Bass on that list. But three for three from the field goals, two for two on extra points. Again, rainy and windy conditions. Bassett had a tough week uh, before that with a missed field goal against the Miami Dolphins. So for him to bounce back, that's the guy I'm paying homage to this week, courtesy of our friends at homage.com. Listen, if you all have not done so yet, hit that subscribe button to make sure you get all of our shows here at buffalorumblings.com. We've got you covered seven days a week with brand new shows. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, Just the, the number of downloads has been fantastic. 
And that doesn't happen without all of you. So thank you again for tuning in. I'm going to get out of here for now. And as always, go Bills.